Welcome to the Dulas Youth Podcast. We hope this encourages and empowers you to be connected to God and one another. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy the message. Well, thank you for joining us again for our Digging Deeper podcast. I'm your host, Matt Cameron. Today, I am joined by the one and only Brian Morozik. Yeah, let's go. Did I get it right? Yeah. Morozik. Morozik. I call you a different last name every time I say it. It, it doesn't matter. That's good. Uh, well, this is episode two. Brian, we're glad that we have you today. Glad um, to be here. As we get started, we haven't heard from you here in quite a few weeks. You weren't a part of Esther nope. at all. Nope. You were not made for this. I when wasn't it made for it. I wasn't made for <laughs> so, it. So now you're back, and uh, I thought it'd be good just to kind of let some people know some things about you. Okay. Right? So Is this like a fun fact thing, or...? Kind of twenty questions. I like to call it your gut this? reaction. So, okay. like, this is this is what's in your heart of hearts. Okay. And as soon as I, I'm ask not going to answer Walmart. No, you uh, might or Chili's. You might. You <laughs> it's might. not going to happen. That's know. not in my heart all right. at all. So when I ask it, you got to just give us what you have. Yeah. All right. Let's so do we'll it. go quick. Favorite athlete. Athlete Tim Tebow. It's the only one I can think <laughs> of. I don't know why. All right. Good. Favorite clothing store. Uh, uh, Pack Sun. Favorite sports team. Uh, Cowboys. Favorite food? Ooh, uh, tacos. Favorite restaurant? Favorite tacos? Uh, La Madeline's. <laughs> you get tacos at La Yeah, Madeline's? I was thinking tacos, and so I was trying to think of the taco place by my house, but and I think it's called Main Street Tacos. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, the Rookie with uh, Den- Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yes. Oh, I watched yes, that like a, a week movie. ago. It's so good. Uh, favorite band? Favorite band? Uh, I'm into Under Oath right now. Nice. Favorite singer? Favorite Celine Dion. <laughs> okay. That was for your wife. Favorite celebrity? Favorite celebrity? Like Instagram follow. Oh my gosh, I don't know. You got to give in, one. Gut response. Like What's in your heart? It, uh, who's on Instagram? <laughs> who's on Instagram? Come on, Brian. Who's you, an Instagram follower? You have this in your heart. Just from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is it? Uh, fine. Rich Wilkerson Jr. Okay. Celebrity preacher. There you go. That's there you go. Work. Yeah. All right. Let's do just a couple more real quickly and then we'll be done. All right. Got it. You got it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Favorite youth staff member. Matt Cameron. <laughs> Good job. Uh, favorite book of the Bible. Ooh, Romans. Romans, nice. Not Ephesians, even though that's what we're doing. I today. do like Ephesians. Okay, it's growing on me. Okay, last one. Favorite dessert. Favorite desserts. Ice cream, all the way. What kind and from where? Oh, snaps. Um, a Dairy Queen cookie jar. Mm. Oh, it's so good. The large. Yeah. And then you know, if Clayton Hensel is listening, the double cup. Yeah, you got a double. That cup honestly, up. changes your it does. life. It, it doesn't get cold in your hand. Nope, and it doesn't make a mess in your cup holder in your yeah. car. You gotta love it. No it's sweating perfect. with the double cup. None. All right. So Brian, you you took us through the remaining part of Ephesians chapter one on Sunday. Yep. And uh, kind of went through this whole idea of the power that Jesus has. Right. Paul finishes off this chapter talking about how Jesus holds all this authority and power far above any rule or dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but the age to come. Yeah. So just give us a little bit. Why do you think it's important we understand Jesus's power? I think 
first, I think what Paul is keying in on is the resurrection. Yeah. And that when you put your faith in Jesus, like that same power that rose Jesus from the grave is now within us. Yeah. But I think sometimes we just stop there, right? Mm-hmm. That, okay, the power is within me. I'm not going to do anything with it. But it's that same power that also works through you and for you. And I think once we finally come to an understanding of the power that Jesus has, it also forces us to go. It, it pushes us to move. Yeah. And then also you realize that there's so many obstacles in your life and certain situations and problems that you're going through that there's, there's nothing bigger or more powerful than the power of Jesus, or there's That's nothing good. more greater than Jesus himself. Yeah. So I might be putting you on the spot here, but you're good. Let's, let's just ask it and see if you want to respond. Uh, give me the time in your life where you saw Jesus's power evidenced the most. Like, yeah, man, when I look back, this is when I really could feel or sense the power of Jesus working in me. I think a big one that I think a lot of people could see is when the church comes together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to see the power working within you, but you can start seeing it in other people around you, yeah. you know? And so times like beach week or times like junior high camp, when you're seeing him move all yeah. around you and then you start to realize, wait, like yeah. I'm going through this too. But I think maybe something in my life that is really, I would, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I think I'm still working through it. Um, but just situations where it's dark or situations where you feel like you're at a loss or when relationships don't go the way you want them to or people don't rise up the way you're hoping them to and you find yourself kind of in this mode of like, I'm in this all alone. Yeah. But then you realize, wait a second, like let me go back to the word. Let me go back to who Jesus is and he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. You know, he's going to be with me to the ends of the age. He says that right after the resurrection. Yeah. And I think in those moments, really at, I would say, rock bottom, you know, or the darkest, that's when, like, the light shines the brightest. And in my life, that's when I finally realized, okay, because a lot of times when you get to that place, you've been looking at all the wrong situations. Yeah, you've looking been looking for, for the wrong thing. Yeah. And then you finally realize, I can't do this on my own. Who can help me? Yeah. And it's no one around you, but it's the one that's for you. That's great. And, and that's Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard Tony Evans say one time, he said, when I hit rock bottom, I realized Jesus is the rock yeah. at the bottom. Absolutely. And uh, I just think that's awesome, especially with our, our podcast, this idea of digging down yeah. deeper with the wise builder, digging down deep, finding that solid rock mm-hmm. foundation and saying, this is where we build. Yeah. And so today, as we jump in, uh, I want to go in a place that you didn't get a lot of time to go into on Sunday, and uh, that's really the beginning in verse 15. What's interesting about Ephesians 1 is, I don't know what it is in the Greek, if it's three sentences, but it's got two really long sentences. Right. You have Paul's greeting up front, then you have verses 3 through 14, all one sentence, and then verses... Uh, 15 through 23, is that right? 23, all this second sentence. And so what Paul does is up front, he gives us, these are your seven spiritual blessings. This is what you receive. Cole talked about that. And then where, where you take us is Paul is praying that they would truly understand those blessings. Like 
that you can understand what you have in Christ. I just told you what you have, but I want you to understand yeah, it. Yeah, he says to have the, the godly wisdom and the knowledge and to be enlightened. Yeah. Yeah, to, hey, here's what you got. Yeah, it's, it's, go. it's good stuff. Yeah. But where he starts is he says, for this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and I don't want you to miss this part, and your love toward all the saints. Yeah. What was interesting about the church in Ephesus that Paul's writing to is this was a multicultural church. Right. This was one of the few churches in that day, in the first century, that had both Jews and Greeks actively involved mm -hmm. and that they actually really did have love one for another. Mm -hmm. And I guess my question to you is, why, why is it important that if a church is going to be a Christ-centered church, that we experience diversity. Yeah. Why is that important? I, I think just in my mind, and it might be very simple, yeah. but like heaven, right? <laughs> like everything towards this life is pointing towards eternity, towards heaven. That's why Jesus came to restore us back to the Father, to bring us back in a relationship with him, take us back home. And like heaven is going to be all nations, all tribes. Yeah proclaiming the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I think if the church doesn't line up with that, then we've missed it, right? Yeah. And that's where when James talks in James chapter two, where he talks about the sin of partiality, or we talk about it as a sin of favoritism, mm -hmm. but he uses this example. He says, let's say someone comes into one of your gatherings, one of your meetings, church services, and he's dressed differently. And the idea is that it's someone that doesn't look like me, that doesn't, they're not of the same socioeconomic status that I am, um, perhaps they're a different race, whatever it is. And he, he talks about how people would ignore someone like that. Yeah. What's crazy to me is this, he's talking to the early church in the first century. Right. And it's sad that we still deal with the same thing now in 2020. Yeah. So what are some simple ways that we can overcome favoritism, overcome partiality? Like if we're talking to junior high or high school students, yeah. give me some simple ways that they can go out of their way mm -hmm. to make sure everyone's welcome, to make sure that what is said of us is the same thing that's said of the church in Ephesus, that we have love toward all the saints, yes. towards every Christian, everybody yeah. that comes to church. What are those simple ways? Yeah, I, I think to begin, I mean, obviously Paul is talking about what does it look like to be a believer, right? Yeah. Like, like you love and you sacrifice. And I, I think, first of all, we need to sacrifice sometimes our own relationships to go out of our way to talk to people we wouldn't talk to. Yeah. And I know that's hard. Like we, we've always, I mean, since I was in youth, you know, you would pick certain students like, hey, there's a first time guest, go talk to them. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you're like, I don't know if I can do this. They're different than me. They're, they're older than me, younger than me. And you start going through this whole thing. But no, they've come to hear the word just like you've come to hear the yeah. word. So I think just like it is when it comes to sharing our faith, like you got to find some common ground yeah. of like the minute I can find out, oh, you're a Texas Ranger fan. Oh, you like tacos. Yeah. Oh, you go to the same high school. <laughs> like that's common ground. And that you makes- You love Tim Tebow. Exactly. And yeah. that makes like the situation a lot easier 
to go in to, hey, so you're here at church, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Or, hey, we might be completely different, but there's something that we have in common. And I think the other side is, is we just need to make time. Like, I remember uh, a uh, professor in Bible college was just always talking about, like, you don't really have to pray for God to open a door. He's always opening a yep. door. You need to be praying that you recognize it. Yep. Like, you're always going to encounter, encounter someone new. You're always going to encounter someone that wants to hear the word of Jesus. Like, he's going to put those people in your path, in your situation, um, at your school, in your classroom. No matter where you are, there's someone there that needs to hear who Jesus is. Oh. And if we would just be, you know, like Paul is talking about, like being enlightened, have the knowledge, have the wisdom to understand and see it like, all right, this is how God wants to use me and just sacrifice the time, make the time and actually go for it. That's good. That's real good. Yeah, I think it goes back to a little bit about what Cole and I talked about last week, Yeah, where it's really living a life on mission. Yes. Where that acts. 2024, Paul's testimony to the Ephesian elders that I consider my life worth nothing to me. And what that really is, it's a matter of perspective. Yes. So when I'm at church, yes, I'm here to worship God, but one of those powerful ways that I bring people into the family that I'm not showing favoritism mm -hmm. is like you're saying, just going out of your way to make someone feel welcome. Yep. Like it's always easier for us to try to be comfortable. Yeah. But Jesus doesn't call us no. to be comfortable. He calls f for us to go out and try to reach people for Jesus. Yeah. I mean, just look at, I mean, the Great Commission. Yeah. You know, Jesus say, hey, just chill. I'll come back. Like, don't worry about it. No, he tells you to go. He tells yeah. you to move. Yeah. That, hey, now's your time. And one of my favorite verses is Acts 1-8, talking yeah. about that power that it did on Sunday. Like, he calls you to be a witness. Yep. And you can't be a witness unless you're telling someone. Yeah. And that's what's pretty, pretty cool about it. There's two things with both of those that you just gave. The, the first one in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, the, the tense of the word mm -hmm. that Jesus is using in the original language, we, we translate it as go therefore. Right. But it really means as you are going. As you are like going. You, yep. It's understood that believers in Jesus are already living already this moving. way. Like yep. we're already going and making sure that we're making disciples yeah. and we're doing this. The second thing is with Acts 1-8, which I think it goes really well with uh, our text talking about that power, is when Jesus gave that command, he used the, the word in the Greek for witness, but it's also the same word translated as martyr. Yeah. And nowhere prior to that moment was a witness a martyr. Yeah. Or a martyr considered a witness. And it wasn't until the book of Acts and the stoning of Stephen that we see that word getting used. And it was about the very first Christian that died for their faith. Yeah. And now a martyr is a witness. Yeah. And so when Jesus says, you'll be my witnesses in oh, Jerusalem yeah. first, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, when he does that, he's not promising that all of us are going to die for our faith. But he's saying, this is the type of, of commitment I'm expecting. This is what it looks like. Yeah. It's like sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what happens for so many people is they hear what we talked about at the beginning of chapter one, all these blessings we have in Christ. And I don't know if it's a natural reaction or it's just the way that a lot of times people think of it, but they kind of go, man, I got all this stuff. Yeah. Like, let me just sit and enjoy it. Right. 
where what Paul says is as he moves forward, he's like, no, I, I really want you to understand it. So talks about the whole church and he goes on in verse 16 where he says, I do not cease to give thanks for you Remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to what John says in 1 John. When he talks about his desire for the church to complete his joy. Right. Yeah. And the, the, the idea that he has, it's the same thing that, uh, that Paul says in Philemon where when he writes to Philemon, he tells him, he says, I pray that you will be active in sharing your faith mm -hmm. so that you may understand every good thing we have in Jesus. Yeah. Amen, yeah. And what, what I think is really important for us to understand is, like, you did an incredible job on Sunday, but it doesn't stop with just understanding Jesus' power. For you to understand all that you have in Christ you have to be living in that power. Yeah. You have to be going out and, and experiencing things that, that God does, but he only does it yep. when you're moving for him. Yep. God moves through us when we're moving for him. Yeah. And yeah. so like you see these moments, you talk about Beach Week, you talk about junior high camp where it's like it's harvest time, oh, right? Yeah. Like we Big had time. that theme for summer a couple years ago where all the seeds that have been planted all year long, like... Everybody that's invited people to church, and they wouldn't go to church, but they came with us to Beach Week. Yep. Like when you go through those things, and then all of a sudden, one night, man, God starts moving. Why? Because we're moving. Yeah. And the reality is, is those are special moments, but it doesn't just happen in South Padre. It yeah. doesn't just happen in Waxahachie, yeah. obviously. You know, like at, at where junior high goes to camp. Yeah. Or, did go to camp before COVID. <laughs> um, but, but here's the whole point, is that what God is wanting from us is for us to be active. And when we become active, that's when God really reveals to us yeah, things that we didn't understand, right? Yeah. yeah. Want to add anything to that? Yeah, I was just thinking that it doesn't just happen in those locations, yeah. like Beach Week in South Padre or Junior High Camp at Lakeview in Waxahachie. Like... But we, we see those moments a lot easier. Yeah. But they started happening a lot before that, like the harvest, right? Yeah. Like you got to sow and keep sowing, and then eventually you see yeah. the fruit of it. And it's that active faith, that constant faithful active faith that is planting the seeds over and over again and keep inviting that friend that would never go to church, you know, and just keep, hey, like they might tell you no 70 times, but just keep going. You know, just, hey, I really want you here. And then maybe it doesn't work of inviting them to church, but then just give them, hey, here's a podcast. You don't even have to yeah. attend. Just listen or yeah, share here's this. a YouTube video yeah. or here's an Instagram post, like whatever it is. But I, I, th I think there's just so many things that lead up to someone accepting Jesus and the power that he has. But like, I think once we accept that power, eventually we look back and like, whoa, he was moving way back there oh, when I was so far from him. Yeah, and that's the part for us as believers, those, those people who are already, already Christians. It's taking those steps of faith mm -hmm. and going, God, I don't know, 
I don't yeah. know what the, the end's going to be like here. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But when you step out and you go, I'm going to make these people feel welcome at church and it's their first time. Uh, I'm going to invite them yeah. when I know that I might get a no. And yeah. you're willing to do those things. God steps in and he does things for us and reveals his power in ways that we can't, we can't even comprehend. Yeah. And I, I just want to say one thing I was just thinking while you were talking is like, I think it's important for students and adults, all believers to know, like it's the step. Mm-hmm. Like we hear all the time, like Paul talks about, it. it's not this sprint, it's this marathon. Yeah. Like living your faith actively is a step each yeah. and every day. Just take one step. Like I'm going to be faithful in this area today. I'm going to yeah. be faithful in this area tomorrow, you know? And it's not like I have to get it all right because none of us are going to get it no, all right. Yeah. Don't focus on that. Just like, hey, what's one way I can step out? What's That's one good. way I can step into this? Who's that one person? Yeah, I need to text? And, and watch yeah. how God is stepping into that moment, into that situation and working. Yeah, no, that's really good. And, and the last thing that I want to I kind of go through is, so we've walked through these steps of what it looks like. Yeah. But let's talk about if you don't ever do it. So James also talks about for any person who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it for him, it is sin. Yeah. And there's a, there's a term for when you don't use one of your muscles, it's called atrophy, yeah. right? Like if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Is the principle. Yep. So if I don't, you know, if you've ever broken your arm or something like that, and you've had a limb that's in a cast. Yeah. When you first get that thing out of a cast, it and is you the used weirdest to, you're feeling. like, how am I supposed to even do this? How am yeah. I supposed to like move my arm up and down? And what's amazing is the same thing is true in our spiritual life mm-hmm. where if we're not actively going and do these things, we lose that. We, yeah. we lose the desire for it. And more important, we lose the joy that comes from it. We lose the blessings yeah. that we talked about last week. Yeah, where yeah. We, we miss out on all that God has for us. And so I would encourage you, if you're a... Uh, if you're a believer, but you haven't been active in sharing your faith, you haven't been looking for ways to serve people, to reach out to people, man, this, this podcast yeah. is the moment for you where God's kind of rattling your cage and saying, hey, 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 listen to me. Yeah. It's not enough to just be listening to things. We're not supposed to just be hearers of the word, but gotta what, Brian? Got to be doers. That's right. James 1, yeah. <laughs> so so the, the thing for us and we're going to kind of wrap this up. The thing for us is all of us are defined by our actions. Yes. Right. It's not enough just to, to think something or to know something you have to do something. Yeah. And what Paul talks about here is that you have the understanding, but I think the biblical deeper understanding of God's power through Jesus is that you're willing to step out and do things. Yeah. And, uh, I would, I would just put on there as kind of like an extra credit is that the, the bigger step you're willing to take, the more opportunity you give for God to come in yeah. and do something. Absolutely. Um, when you talk about a huge step of faith, rather than just a small step, like those things are important. Hear me, like making someone feel welcome, sending a text message, all those things are really important. But when you're willing to go, and God, I, I have no idea. Yeah how I'm, I'm going to go into ministry. You know, my, my parents don't think it's wise for me to do this. They Mm -hmm. want me to go to a real college or, 
Uh, man, I just don't know if I can go overseas and do a mission trip. I've only been to Mexico. I don't yeah. know what it's like. And you start thinking through those things. And, and, and even not as giant as that, but you just going, man, I am going to make a difference yeah. on my football team. I'm going to be the leader in the locker room. Even though I'm not a star on, a, on the field, I'm going to make a difference this year. Yeah. And when you start to go, God, I want to do these big things for you, Man, those are the moments God steps up yeah, and time. God gets all the credit for it because you weren't good enough yeah. to do it, right? Yep. And so I would just encourage everyone, Brian would encourage all of us the same, I'm sure, but take some action this week. Yeah. Don't just be someone who learns more. That's not the point of our podcast. Yep. Like we're not just trying to make people smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we want to help transform your life, not just give you information, but be a part of the transformation that comes through knowing Jesus, knowing his power, and putting it into action. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us today. We will see you again next week. Thanks, Brian. See you guys. Thanks for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, even take a screenshot and share it to your social stories, and tag us at Dulas Youth. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you soon.